Hi, this is the Phil Swallow podcast, and it is later than usual. Friday, the 20th of May, 2022, episode 116, another year older, because it was my birthday this week. But I've just had a weird situation that I will share with you. Uh, for the last few days, I've had a sort of, I suppose, a puffy eye, and I just one eye, left eye, and I thought it might have been some dirt or something that I got in it, uh, because of gardening and the like. Um, and then just in the last 24 hours, really, I suppose, it looks to be closing up a bit. So this thing that's there is getting bigger. And I don't know why, probably because I'm stupid. I've not actually sort of looked inside the lower eyelid and I looked in there and there's, it looks like some kind of sty type thing. Anyway, hopefully it won't make you feel ill. Uh, I've got an appointment with a GP at 5.30 today. I'm recording this about three-ish. Hopefully it's uh, something treatable fairly easily because I don't do doctors and health things. Um, hasn't really affected my vision, but I suppose I'm more conscious of it in the last um, last few hours. But and that's breaking news. That's just happened. But uh, anyway, these things are sent to try us. They're part of life, and uh, let's uh, tackle it and hopefully get it sorted sooner rather than later. So what's been going on? Well, I finalised the edit on the Sales the Morgan Talk video and put that live. So I had some nice comments. Actually, a loads of comments on that. And that I like. I like to get comments. It's a way of getting feedback from people about what they really think. I mean, a lot of them like it, as in click on the like. But when people actually put words down, it gives you a bit more depth of feedback. And... Um, Thank you for those people who do that and I uh, look forward to receiving more because it's a really nice form of engagement. Uh, so that's cool. Uh, prior to that, I'd done this recall thing for the car where they said there might be a possibility of getting a leak on the roof aerial thing. It's like a little housing thing on the top of the roof. Uh, so I took it down there. That was a bit of a pain. I had to complain on social media because their phones were down, allegedly. Uh, but they took it in and you sit down and give you a coffee and a biscuit or whatever <laughs> and they had a look at it and um, yeah no fault found they said that on all the ones they've checked so far there's been no fault so uh, pleased to just get that done and out of the way I've still got to get an inspection done on the windscreen to see if it can be fixed I've got a couple of little marks and they're not cracks but they they have marked the glass so I'm putting this public now and I but anyway I, I will get that looked at so Addington pumping station is the next item on my little agenda and what is that all about I hear you ask well in Featherbed Lane just around the corner from where I live there is a Thames water waterworks like a pumping station place fairly modern building sort of low you know single layer although lots of stuff goes on underground because it's a pumping station and I, in one of the books I got recently, I stumbled across a picture of the previous structure there, which, which is a beautiful Victorian building, and old maps show that this place used to exist there. And I did read that, I believe it's in 83, 1983, they wanted to replace the structure. They wanted to basically pull down that Victorian, lovely Victorian pump house. And one of the conditions was they had to get rid of the... Um, the beam engines, uh, the, the pumping engines that were there to, you know, somewhere that make use of them. So I've gone to two, I'm not sure if they're working stations or museums or either either or, and one went to Norfolk and one went to Abbey Wood in, in London. And so that was good in some ways, but obviously the Victorian brickwork is all gone. In fact, there's 
there's a little bit of structure there now because I wandered around there the other day and it's like five courses of bricks on a little kind of raised platform steps up either side and that was one thing looking into that and marvelling about what, what it would have looked like there and it would have been beautiful actually almost a, a visitor's attraction in its own and then I started to kind of look into it a bit further and I found which was an absolutely marvellous find on YouTube, a film done in 1973, uploaded in 2009, and it was the workings of this pump house. It's an odd video in that, apart from the few seconds at the beginning where it shows you and opens up with some captions, shows you a bit of the surrounding area, it then goes into this banging noise of these pumps doing what they do. Um, I, I, don't, I might have skimmed through some of it anyway, but it's, it's not a massively long video shared that on my little uh, research group on Facebook. And it made me think about, you know, the, the wider sort of infrastructure. Now, I knew that, or I know, that on the top there's a uh, water tower at the top of Addington Hills near the Coombe Lane tram stop in Croydon. And also near there, there's a fenced-off field, which you might think, well, that looks like the perfect flat football pitch size, possibly bigger, maybe even a couple of football pitches of size, I'm not sure. And it was recently um, trimmed back and pruned away to sort of reveal it's I mean it's still fenced in uh, and there's a little kind of house in the corner but basically the underground there is a five million gallon reservoir and in 1937 there was a typhoid outbreak it was a combination of factors uh, partly due to one of the people working on some structural works there actually being a carrier of typhoid and through another couple of very odd situations the combination of events led to you know typhoid getting into the system and people putting it through their taps and drinking it and consuming it and stuff uh yeah 43 people died i think 300 actually were infected and uh it went to parliament and there were all sorts of inquiries and stuff uh but yes yeah, so it made me think that again this history stuff that's on our doorstep it's really quite fascinating really all this loads of stuff on the record loads of pictures and things so i think because of the additional material that's around and in the public domain it's probably enough to do a little video on so that's going to be one when the weather improves now on that point i was recently talking about how dry it had been and often when we have these dry springs you know the sort of march to may type period we then get wet weather and it's been really changeable the last few days um rather frustratingly so but I've managed to get a little bit of gardening done in between but it's just a bit I mean it rained all morning today and it's a bit brighter now so you know I, I I'm not looking to go out and film in the rain so but it means I can sort of gather together all the information I need and then film at the appropriate time so that's cool uh so that's what happened around about last weekend uh, into Monday and then Tuesday it was my birthday and we had, um, well, Hannah, my daughter, came over, did some working at home from here. And we had friends and fa well, family and family coming over in the afternoon and the evening. And it was really pleasant to have fish and chips and a bit of Prosecco, which I've not had for a while. And that led to me possibly feeling a bit rough on Wednesday. Although if I've got this sort of infection in my system, then it, that might be a big part to play. Um so I just felt rough. I couldn't really face doing what I'm doing now, which is talking on the microphone to my deck to record a podcast. So apologies for that. And then yesterday was completely manic. 
uh, at an early coffee meeting with a fellow local historian slash researcher who's doing some work on decoy bomb sites and decoy airfields. Sorry, decoy airfields and bomb sites in the area. So we compared notes and we've we've got a lot in common. So we shared some information that was cool, and we'll carry on with this dialogue going forward. We both kind of took some actions away to um, to do and then come back. So that was a really, really nice meeting. Got back. Uh, what did I do when I got back? I oh, managed to get a couple of things done. Went by a garden centre, ordered some stuff online, then decided that I needed to cut the grass while the weather was allowing it. So cut the grass, came back, did another couple of bits and pieces, sat down for a little bit of time. Not really enough to get into doing the podcast because I wasn't feeling 100% then. And... Um, and later in the afternoon, I went with my daughter to pick up her new car, and we were delayed a bit there. They weren't really ready. Um, there was a bit of a mix-up on their side. We were ready, and the emails showed that it was meant to be ready, but it wasn't ready. Anyway, so she's got a nice new car, and uh, very nice it, it is too. So we got that, and she brought me back home and watched my team, unfortunately, lose a game last night. Um, bit of controversy there, but that was on... on um, well, it wasn't televised, but I was able to see a copy of it somehow. And then this morning, felt a bit better apart from the weather. Uh, did some more work on the computer. Uh, hopefully not too long now until I get my new one. Um, maybe next week, fingers crossed. Wind in the right direction. And uh, yeah, so we just had our lunch and then I booked up this appointment with the doctors and that's kind of my weekend whistle stop. Um so it's led to this kind of delayed podcast situation. So my humblest apologies. Uh, I'm carrying on doing what I'm doing. Uh, over the next week, we've got, well, I've got at least a couple of opportunities to do some filming locally. One that I've just mentioned today in this podcast. And we are going to go to Eastbourne on Tuesday. Now, when we booked this, we got a really good deal on tickets. So we're doing this big rail sale. Uh, but obviously you don't know what the weather's going to be like because we booked it. This was the only real convenient date. And um, yeah, we weather forecast isn't great. <laughs> I think there's about a 50% chance it's going to rain at some point during the day. But you never know. It might just do it in the morning or late at night and we won't really be affected during the day. So it's going to be one of those where we're prepared for all weathers. So, um, okay, so that's a, quite a quick one today. Uh, thank you for your listening. You're listening. Thank you for listening and supporting the show. This was episode 116 of the Phil Swallow podcast, and I'll catch you all next week.